Hey, uh, Chris here. So, um, the beginning of this podcast, um, like the first seven minutes or so, unfortunately didn't get recorded. We didn't realize it till we already started. So I'm just gonna let you guys know, this is the 26th edition of the Two Black, Two Nerdy podcast. Um, this is the first host, Chris Davis. Also in this podcast are Chris Butler, my co-host, and... Austin Gregory. He is um, one of Chris's friends. He is a big blurred. Um, he was our guest this week on the podcast. Um, the beginning kind of the podcast that got cut off, we were talking about the movie Joker. Um, Chris and I liked it for the most part, even though I personally um, didn't really feel like the movie had a message. Austin was not a big fan of Joker. He felt like this was a movie about a guy, a certain character that, you know, wasn't really the DC Comics version of the Joker. Like, the idea is that the Joker we got in the movie, he was very sympathetic. And in the comics, the Joker is never really a sympathetic character. You know, he's kind of an evil monster. So, um, he has some issues with that characterization. There were some bright spots in the movie. I mean, we did like how it tied into Batman's origin. Um, we liked how DC is just kind of doing, you know, their own thing and trying to be different from Marvel. And it's definitely, you know, been a return from them. So, all that's great. So, yeah, um, you can go ahead and get into the rest of this podcast. Um, we're kind of in the middle of wrapping up the Joker conversation when it starts, and then we get into Titans, as well as some Arrowverse, Crisis on Infinite Earth stuff that is going to happen in about a week or so. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoy it. Joker spin on it, you know, being Yeah, was that how the Joker saw him or was he really like that? Yeah. Right, because his mother swore up and down and granted she had her issues as well, but she swore up and down that he was a good guy and all that. Yeah, and then we find out the mother was abusive, so it's kind of, we, you know, a lot of that movie is like, you just don't know. But I, I wasn't expecting them to actually do the Batman origin story at the end, like killing his parents. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like, oh, 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 all right. I mean, as soon as they were in the alley, I, as soon as they were walking out of the movie theater, I was like, oh, no. It's like, I guess this is a rite of passage for everybody that films a movie about how many, Batman. How many times have Batman's parents died in on, like, screen somewhere? Let's see. We have oh. Batman the Animated Series. We have The Batman I'm pretty sure they might have flashed back to it in Batman Beyond. Let's see. Uh, BBS. Don't forget about 
Gotham did it. Yeah, BVS, BVS did it. And Joker did it. Batman Begins. Oh, shit. I forgot about Batman Begins. Um, <laughs> I just forgot about the whole Dark Knight trilogy for a second. Batman, the 1980s version. Yeah. I have no idea if they did it in the Adam West. They did version. not do it in the 60s. They oh. didn't do that. Yeah, I was like, I don't think they did it in the 60s. <laughs> That's the one time. Dark Knight Returns, probably. No. No, they no, didn't. They, they actually they didn't. didn't. No, they didn't show that. that. That played nothing in the story, fortunately. Yeah, Although, so it seems to be a right thing. I the original story they wanted, where Heath Ledger's alive, I think that we'd have still gotten some more Martha dying and some pearls. Martha, God. <laughs> release the Snyder cut. I was gonna say that. Yeah. Like, how, do you, how do you guys feel about the? Didn't Zack Snyder tweet release the Snyder cut or he on his did. Instagram? He did. Gal Gadot did. Jason Momoa did. Uh, the only people from the cast that have not done it are Henry Cavill and Ezra Miller. Yeah. Even Ben Affleck did it, which you know. People are like Ben, come back. Yeah, essentially, I mean, I, I, I. We can talk about Pattinson when we actually see something from it, but you know, given his last movie or last couple movies that he's been serious, he's an actually good actor. Well, you know him and um, the the chick who played Bellows and Charlie's Angels. No, no, we're not. Mm. Apparently, they're both just like. Apparently, they're both like decent actors. They were both in Twilight, which is funny. I mean, I, Kristen Stewart was in... Oh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, yes. Kristen Stewart was in uh, The Huntsman. No the first, the Huntsman. Yeah. And I was like, she was okay. It was really weird for... Uh, was it Charlize Theron was the queen in that movie? Yeah, it was weird for, you know, the mirror to say that Kristen Stewart was the fairest of them on compared to Charlize Theron. I was like, eh. But anyway, she was okay in that. And I remember when watching the trailer for Charlie's Angels, like this new one, that I was just like, huh, who is that? She looks familiar, but I just can't put my finger on it. And my brother's like, oh, that's Kristen Stewart. I was like, oh my God, she can actually have emotion. She's just not she staring kinda, blankly at the camera. She kind of had a, a resurgence. I think that was a, a big thing for like, in, in, in as weird as this, I don't like to expose how much of a nerd I am, but like the Twilight stuff I read and that character sucks in in the books. So I feel like, like every character sucks in, in, I in mean, that series. I remember yeah. I remember the era though where like Twilight shit was just like huge. Yeah, like, I, I just saw I just saw it on my Facebook memories the other day because I was saying it was like I think a couple of days ago was the anniversary when the last Twilight movie came out, and I was just like you know. The saying the last Twilight movie is the best of the Twilight movie is the saying like you know you got the flu instead of a cold you're gonna be sick either way. Oh my god! And then I had all these Twilight fans were like, "How dare you!" <laughs> but it was, it was that was a terrible character because she you know as a kid or younger person she's in Panic Room you know like you don't think that the the kid with her is a bad actor it's just bad when you're playing that awful not well written character from a book from made for teenagers it's not gonna work yeah all right anyway do we have um do we have anything else we want to talk about joker at all um so i hope it i know we went off get... topic that was my fault yeah that's fine 
I hope it doesn't get a sequel, I, even though Todd Phillips said, I don't know where they're getting this from, where we, there's no contract for it. There shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be, able, it should stand on its own. Right, it doesn't Because, like, this version of the Joker, he doesn't need a Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. he doesn't oh, need no. to fight Batman, like... Yeah, he, at that point, That movie can stand on its own. If they want to do uh-huh. more stuff like this, they could just do more villain origin stories and just have them be standalones. Like, but, DC has enough rogue... They have a big enough rose gallery where they can do stuff like that. But on that note, who would be, like, let's say, two other villains that you would think would be have their own sort of solo origin movie without the hero really being a big part of it? Well, they're doing Black Adam, oh. apparently, right? Yeah. With The Rock? Yeah, but... Black I Adam is sort of... Have the hero come in. Yeah, well, I think it, it depends on whether they do an origin story or if they bring him, you know, waking up and bringing it in. But Black Adam really toes the line between anti-hero and villain, depending on who's writing him. Because it's like, where does he fit in the overall story? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, it's also going to be weird because it's going to be The Rock, so no matter what, people are going to root for that person anyway. So it's, it's going to be a weird, like, line that they're towing. Yeah, he's uh, been... They they announced that he was Black Adam in like what twenty thirteen. Yeah, it's been a long time, and it's like is this movie getting made? That movie's been stuck in production hell, and then The Rock has been in like six movies every year, and he's still got a TV show, and man's in everything. I I mean I I get it. I think I, I he's think like our generation's like, Arnold. Yeah, yeah. so like we can understand. DC is just kind of like confused about where they want to go. I think they got so shook by Justice League that they put a hold on all of their plans. So now they've only the only thing that's been successful are the standalones and now they're stuck trying to do that exclusively it seems. And it's just it's it's a bad mix. I mean I think they could do the the buddy cop movie route. Not necessarily buddy cop movie, but the the duo movie route. But I think that, yeah, they did get shook with Justice League. But again, DC's problem with, let's say, the first phase of their movies, you know, going up to Justice League, minus Man of Steel, because I don't think they had the issue, was director interference. You had the studio interfering with what the director wanted, and thus you have several movies that are, oh, and Wonder Woman, I guess, several movies that are jumbled together that... You know, you look at Batman versus Superman versus the Ultimate Edition, you have two completely different movies. Yeah. And if anybody hasn't seen the Ultimate Edition, it moves so much better and it makes so much more sense. It just it adds moves. more context to where you're like, oh, Lex was behind everything in the entire movie the whole time. Yeah, it makes yeah. him a little bit more cunning. I still don't like the way they took Lex Luthor, and I thought, like, the course correction I did was too little, too late. Um, it was but, a choice. I mean, I appreciate Jesse Eisenberg for. I mean, he he they had a direction and he stuck with it. I'll, I'll give him that. Oh, I wasn't mad at Jesse Eisenberg. I was mad at the director for trying to make Lex Luthor a Riddler like person. Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. Yeah, you, essentially, you made a Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> you made a Mark except Zuckerberg. with more emotion. Yeah, yeah. We we've talked about BBS enough. Well, release uh, the Snyder cut. Just kidding. And, uh, undersold is how much of a mind game was played with uh, the the DC materials in terms of like matching up to Marvel stuff mm-hmm. early on that it just it messed 
so much of their plan up. Yeah, and I think on both ends, you had Marvel fans saying like, oh, we don't like this movie because it's not like Marvel. And then when they tried to do the Marvel route, they're like, oh, well, they're just trying to copy Marvel at this point. So it's just like, all right, you guys just don't watch the movies at this point. <laughs> and DC, you know, DC fans were pretty much have enjoyed most things that have come out. Now, there's been controversy surrounding, you know, a few movies, but for the most part have been enjoying things. And somehow Suicide Squad made $800 million, and I still don't get that. But, um, you know, they'll figure something out. Wait, you don't get how Suicide Squad made $800 million? I thought Suicide Squad was the purest form of a movie that DC made because it would just stick to the script. Suicide Squad gave you exactly the characters you wanted. It, to me, was the most standalone-ish type of movie or set. It had a decent cast. I mean, even yeah. that movie su- suffered... Is gonna get you $300 million. I mean, that's true. But, I mean, yeah. even that movie suffered from studio interference. Yeah. A yeah, lot of it, still, actually. But it's still, like, the cast and the, the humor and the rated R-ness of it. You know, like, this is, this is still in a new, fresh time where rated R is gonna, like, seem weird and edgy. And it just, it, it, it was good. It, you know, it gave you what you wanted, is what I would say. And remember, DC, they got an Oscar before Marvel did. Suicide Squad got an Oscar <laughs> for costumes before uh, Black Panther got its uh, its Oscars. Was that last year? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Joker, I mean, besides if they give it to Tom Hanks for Mr. Rogers, uh, Joaquin Phoenix might get it for, um, you know, for Joker. And that would that would be a real blow to every like every I would say Marvel movie fans' ego, not just like yeah. Marvel properties in general, but Marvel movie fans. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to have an Oscar campaign for Endgame, and I'm like, I, that's not but happening. I'm like, but there is no like, sure, if you want to put up for Best Picture, I don't care. It's not going to win. No, well, but you don't have an Endgame a Best Actor. No, Everybody is a no. supporting actor. No, you don't. Or actress, yeah. as it were. Yeah. And no, like, and like movies like Endgame, you don't, you don't remember like, you don't really remember lines from that movie. You remember like scenes. You remember what happened, but you don't remember like. I mean, besides like, I don't know, I am Iron Man. Like, you don't really. There isn't. There aren't like. Di- there's no like dialogue in that movie. Where I'm like, man, the acting was so good in that. Yeah. People remember the portals. When everybody comes back. My favorite part is like, why don't we go back in time with baby Thanos and just... Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch I, I, it on Disney Plus yet? I watched the portal scene. You just watched the portal? <laughs> right, well, I watched the entire last uh, fight from when they snapped to everything else after that. Because I was looking for the extra scenes that are being released now, which we can talk about that later. But... Uh, I was looking for those scenes and they weren't in there and people were saying they were on Disney Plus and I'm like, you guys are all liars. Um, But, Austin, you were were saying something? Uh, I mean, I wanted to cut back to the Joker, but we can just not do that. Nah, you're you're good. We're we're free-flowing. We haven't haven't been going on for too long. I mean, I get it, but, uh, like, so, real quick, the only thing that I have a problem with with this Joker is that you know it has to be standalone because Joaquin Phoenix is not a physical person physical enough actor to be able to put Batman in or even Harley Quinn 
you know, like, so this, this has to stay standalone. I mean, the other thing is, unless you have, and even if you do this, like this, I, what they say, Bruce was eight or ten? Yeah. Let's say you yeah. go ten years into the future. You have yeah. a, like, late 40s, maybe early 50s Joker yeah. going up against a, you know, teenage, late teenage or early 20s Batman. That's just yeah. elder and, and abuse. Batman, I, I feel like Batman's only, like, he comes around and, like, early 20s at the earliest yeah 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 i think batman first shows up on the scene as like mid-20s and i think like in the comics i think they try to keep him in like his late 30s like yeah. seasoned enough but not like like old yeah and then he dies and get a new body where he's like 25 again which was a weird take let's, on things let's just stick with how you guys want to talk about uh titans yeah, DC, DC properties. Uh, yeah, Titans. Um, but Marvel really hasn't had a lot like out recently, to be honest. Nope. So that's their fault. Uh, so Titans. Um, what are we thinking about this? This season is better than the first one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it because it feels like I'm watching the old cartoon. If they had just stopped in the middle of like the last season, and then we just pick it up from there. You know, it just it just kind of feels like that to me. So I'm 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 like reliving being a 12 year old. I think I'm a little bit older than you guys, and I just got hated. Um, like a 12 year old watching Teen Titans again, and it's just it's so interesting to me to like watch this real dynamic come out of like all this guilt that comes from being a hero and all the anger that is really illogical to me between like uh, Deathstroke and Nightwing and everything else about these choices that each individual makes it just isn't really really good to me it's like a, a character movie or show i feel like the not this uh past episode and the episode before it but like those last the three that came before those were just sort of like disjointed it just yeah. it felt like they didn't know what direction they were going on to and now these last three episodes they're like, Here we're going, here, final confrontation, let's go. Here's a plot, we're all gonna fight Deathstroke, yay. Right. Yeah. And and then uh, also Mercy is, you know, brainwashing Connor and Beast Boy, which we'll see however that plays out. But, you know, I think we talked about this, Chris, is that uh the beginning of the sh- the beginning of this season was the season one finale right what should have been the season one finale mm-hmm. and you know i don't know why you didn't have it like that you know and it i also think they sort just of, wanted a cliffhanger for last year well i mean just showing deathstroke you know you know seeing jason say the titans are back and seeing deathstroke sort of be like i'm sorry what and you know i think that would have been enough of a cliffhanger because everybody knows okay i'll you know, a guy with white hair and a white goatee and a eye patch. That's that's Deathstroke. That's Slade. Well, do you I have a question? Do you guys like this Deathstroke? I have no problem with him. Compared to uh, the one we got in Arrow. Uh, they're two different ones. They're two different guys. I have yeah. a I have a problem with how they in what Deathstroke's motivations were in Arrow. In Arrow. Yeah. Shadow. Yeah. yeah. Oh God! You made him a lovesick puppy. like part of the reason that they're doing this weird stuff is the same reason they kind of have focused more on this website is they they didn't know what they were doing to like keep people in 
the website. You know, like to keep people to watch their material. And I think that kind of played a part in how they put the season one finale in season two, which I, I was I was like you guys. It feels like I watched one episode of last season to start this year, and then I'm watching the rest, like 12 episodes of this year. Yeah. And I can take four of them. And I, I think I, I called and talked to you, uh, Chris, about it feels we. I don't like when I'm stopping whatever experience I'm watching to go back in time so that I can kind of get this context. Yeah. And it's, it's and it's like very sudden because they don't give you explanations. You're just in the past. Yeah, yeah you have two. Episodes. They're heavy. They're heavy on the flashbacks. I mean, Arrow did on every episode, but like, I mean, this show, like, you'll just be like, oh, this is a flashback now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that these characters don't look any different, different. now yeah. than they do in in the past because you're filming it at. They don't want to pay for younger actors. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, change up the costume. Obviously, you know. Dick being Robin. And I'm sorry, I don't know who's in charge of Titans. Please hire black women in the hair and makeup department and get everyone better wigs. (laughs) Like, um, Rose Wilson's wig is so bad. Like, it is straight cosplay. Starfires is better this season. It was bad last season. Oh my god, it was terrible last season. Ravens is is so-so, but like, Rose's wig, I was, because they did, like, her origin story is last episode. Did you see it? Yeah. Her, I was looking at it, and even when she had, she had her hair, like, back, she's riding a bike, and I'm just like, that, is, uh, that does not look like real hair at all. You know, and I'm just sitting here like, I don't know, you gotta hire the right people, I don't know what's going on. Because, like, I mean, the Arrowverse gets flat sometimes for being cheap. But I don't remember that show, Arrowverse shows having really, really bad wigs. No, you know, I think the only person that had terrible ones was Oliver, and with a flashback wig, yeah, and yeah. then um, Renee with his old hair. Yeah, Renee's was bad. Yeah, Wild Dog. Yeah, he had a bad wig. Yeah, but other than that, it it hasn't really been that that big of an issue. But also, when you were talking about you know getting people attracted to their their site, their app, DC Universe. It's going to make even less sense now because HBO Max is siphoning off all the DC uh, watchable media. Like, they're yeah. they're siphoning off, like, future TV shows and movies. And it's just sort of like, what was the point of having DC Universe other than the comics? Well, to be perfectly honest, like, when DC Universe came out, I was like, I don't know if, people, if an app is going to work just for DC. Because, like, with Marvel, all their stuff is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So you can go so you can go to Disney+, Plus for Marvel, Star Wars. They got Pixar. They got National Disney movies. Geographic. National Geographic. And Disney itself has a plethora of not just movies, but also shows from Disney Channel mm-hmm. as well. And they have new stuff. So that's why I, I knew Disney+, Plus was like, okay, this is probably, like, fun for the whole family. Like, this will probably make it. But with DC Universe, I was like, I don't know if people are going to pay for another service for, like, just DC. Because even, like, with the comics on DC Universe, it's not like they have a lot of, like, completed lines. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff they have on DC Universe is just, like, hand-picked stories and sort of, like, sparking curiosity. So you go on, like, Comixology or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to go buy full yeah. stories. Yeah, I just think that because they also need people to go watch HBO, 
HBO Max that you're siphoning off that and so DC Universe is going to die at some point. But at the same time, you could, like Warner Brothers, you have enough content to do your own streaming service and still bring in HBO shows and DC stuff. You, you know, it, you have your own Warner Brothers movies. Like, give me the Iron Giant. I'll watch that until your app crashes. Like, but I just think that they, um, they don't know what they're doing. And now everyone's trying to play catch up or react to Disney. Yeah, well, Disney also, like, outthought everybody. And they also had the deepest pockets. They just went out and bought everything they could, amassed everything. That's and now sense. it's like mm-hmm. they put everything to shame. Yeah. So, like, they, and, and they're doing this thing with the Hulu and ESPN. Like, they, they have such a strong deal. It, it, it's, it's gonna change the way I think DC prices itself because I think they're gonna get sent down to like a three ninety nine range. Because right now it's like six ninety nine or something like that, like seven dollars. And that's why they're pointing some of their shows to HBO. Yeah, um, like they they're they're right for just kind of being bought out at this point. And and honestly, it's just because they don't have all of their content in one place where. Even if it is on HBO or UPN, I mean CW, sorry. UPN. Uh, <laughs> uh, like it, it should. It, it's not all there, and so you, you're kind of like left wanting when you're when you're streaming through the media, and they don't have enough exclusive stuff. It's like watching early YouTube exclusive things. Like they just don't have enough. Mm-hmm. You know. So. But back back to Titans because we all have our Disney. I'll have my Disney Plus rent later. Uh, Titans, so, Dick, Dick's, like, guilt trip, I, I, oh, my God. You just couldn't do it? I, uh, no, 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 it was, it was just, like, if, if you, if you watch the show Suits, Mike Ross was, you know, very self-righteous. This, Dick has taken that to a whole new level. Like, it's one thing you lied to everybody about how Jericho died. Slade still killed him. And so, but if you want to say that, you know, you led him to the death, you all led him to the death. That's just not Dick's cross to bear. Yeah, I feel like, because at first he's like, I killed, you know, I killed Slade's son. And you're like, oh shit, what did he do? And then it's like, oh, I like manipulated him kind of, even though I told him what was up and he ended up getting stabbed anyway. Right. Yeah. And it was like... It, it was very, like, I mean, I would have preferred it if, like, he killed Jericho by accident or something yeah. like that. And you know what I mean? And I get, like, oh, Nightwing's like Batman, he shouldn't kill. But, like, I would have preferred if there was, like, an accident, you know, that I didn't like that Deathstroke was the one that killed him. Right. That that just didn't make much sense. Now, I know you wanted him to get into um, Slade's head. And I almost thought for a second that it was going to be Jericho who was running the show, you know, as yeah. revenge, but they didn't go that route either. So it's just sort of like, Slade obviously doesn't feel that much guilt for killing his son. Like, it would have been better if Robin threw, like, a battering at Deathstroke and Deathstroke, like, blocked it or something and it and it flew and hit Jericho and killed him. Then he would have yeah. been like, oh, okay. Yeah, something. I honestly was fine with Nightwing trying to kill Deathstroke. And in that, trying to kill Deathstroke and Jericho trying to keep the whole, like, Robin is a pure hero thing, steps in front of him to try to stop him, and it's too late. Or something like, like, I was really on the edge of my seat, like, how is 
Robin or Dick Grayson gonna kill Deathstroke? I, w- I mean, kill Jericho. Like I was waiting for that moment, and I really felt let down. Yeah, I did. And, um, and, and so then he buys his one-way ticket to Greenland, which you know he wants to put himself in self-isolation. And he's like, no, that's not good enough. Let me assault a federal officer and then go to jail, which is so. I think that was his. I think that was his plan the whole time. Is like he didn't care where he was going. He was going to jail. I, I personally think that's what he wanted to do. I mean, he didn't have to go to the airport for that. He could have well, just, you know, drove up, saw a cop, and just started punching away at the cop. That would have got him thrown in jail. You sure then, he's federal? Oh, well, depending on how bad he beat the officer, he's going to federal prison. You sure just went to Lee and you. Come on. Yeah, yeah, go to purgatory. You sure went to Lee and you and hung out with uh, Roy Harper. <laughs> and, then, and then we got, um, you know, okay. So what's not realistic about this is obviously Batman knows where he is and he's letting him do his own, own thing. But um yeah, the fact that he just pled out and everything and just wanted to like get things over with, that's just really weird. And yeah. it, DC's law scenes are just awful cuz I still I still remember that that like law episode they did with the Flash and I was like this is the worst one court scene I've seen in television in my life. Oh, I skipped that episode. I did not oh, even oh, the watch tri- it. The trial of Flash? Yeah, it, 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 I was like, oh, this is only one episode? Skip. <laughs> it was the worst episode I've seen of TV. It, that was so bad. I was like, you guys consulted no one, and none of you had been to court at all, because this was terrible. Was, yeah. And, but when, when you're watching this whole, like, guilt trip Dick Grayson, don't you love that Bruce Wayne that he brings with him? Like, oh, I, I love that Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah, Dick's version of Bruce Wayne in his head is great. He is a dick, and I love it. It it is hilarious. Also, it's uh, you know Jorah from Game of Thrones. He he finally got his American accent after that first appearance in this season yeah. where he was British, and I'm just like, hmm. hmm. Yeah. It's also weird to see Batman with a bald spot, but that's also kind of funny at the same time. I like where he, I like when he showed up in the uh, diner. Yeah. With all the girls, I'm like, Bruce Wayne! Yeah, and then you just hear those couple notes of the Batman thing, and I'm like, oh, oh, there it is. What do you guys think about, um... So, I mean, we got a bunch of other characters. What do you think about the... I like the Superboy origin story, actually. Oh, yeah, I have no problem with that. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. That was a good... That, that I thought, was a good episode, and him, like, saving uh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd lives for another day. Yeah, to get beat by a crowbar. I'm I'm currently thinking they're gonna kill him a different way. Like the the whole trailer is one tail one Titan will fall, and I know it's not him, but I, I don't think it's gonna be a crowbar death for this version of Jason Todd and the Titans. But it seems like they have to do it right because they are DC. Like they can't do this wrong. Yeah, I think I think it, it's either for me it's either Hawk or Dove dies. I mean, unless they count Rose as a Titan and she dies, but I I see either Hawk or Dove. That is a toxic relationship. That was a toxic. That is a toxic relationship. Hawk and Dove. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Makes sense to me. It's like, why are you guys still together? Like, you guys clearly don't match. They, every time they show them, they one of them is mad at the other. Every single time they show them. Right, and, and it's just like also Dove was with Dick, which was also weird. No, I was just like, oh yeah, this is a clue that this was the flashback. All right, you can't get with the homie. You can't. You can't do that. Like there are just certain rules you you have to follow, right? Yeah, and Hank, Hank's addicted to crack, so that's why I'm like, oh yeah, let the drug addict die. 
Yeah, but he's uh, when I look through and they're all you know, like when you watch that whole preview for next week. I don't know if you guys watched it. I yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: It's not Hank. At least if the scene that they show where everybody's in black is a funeral. It's not yeah. Hank. yeah, the only one that was missing there was Jason. But then that you could have, and I was talking to my brother about this. You could have filmed multiple versions of that shot. I doubt they will actually do like the Marvel thing where they do with Spider Man and like CGI him out. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that I feel like that will take more money than they want to spend, yeah. and otherwise they would do it terribly, and everybody would clearly see it. Yeah, yeah. So they probably yeah. filmed multiple versions of it. I I'm saying either Hawk or Dub dies. Do you think so? I I mean I know it's not any of the core, you know, like Nightwing, Raven. See, I'm I'm I'm, and also Donna's not in that shot. Yeah, right like she's not she's not in that shot, and I I think it's her actually. Yeah, I just what I think I, so. I think that whole missing Gar angle, like or who is Aqua Lad's name? What is his name? Garth. 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 Those names are too similar. So one of them, she needs to die too. So I don't ever have to say Garth. <laughs> <laughs> but like missing Garth and that whole like full circle thing could kind of come in. You know, like that's how Deathstroke introduced himself to that group. Really, but, so. But my whole thing with Donna is, especially in this one, as far as I know, she's Amazonian. So she should not be taking this kind of damage from Deathstroke. Like, it's it's one what? thing to get, like, like I'm talking about with, like, his sword and stuff. Because for all we know, we don't know that it's any, you know, special material or anything like that. But, like, you know, she is superhuman. So it shouldn't be, like, a butt-whooping. It should be... But that's true. He is super strong, though, right? Yeah, but he... He's been altered. Yeah, but he's... I would say he... Any other healing factor. Less than Captain America in terms of strength. Okay. Because we haven't seen those types of, like, strength feats for him. Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, with Donna being an Amazon, and also that he just wiped out, like, a whole office of Amazons, or Amazon-trained people, like... It should have been a bit more of a, not a struggle for Deathstroke, but he should have had to actually try. And he didn't have to. I feel like he just should have had some more, like, anti-Amazon type stuff, like a poison or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Something to take him out, you know? Like, whenever whenever he has to fight Superman, he's a kryptonite gas. Yeah. You know, whatever. I I think there's been a, a push from DC to, like, make these characters a little bit more flawed so that you don't have to do this weird overtly comic book act mm-hmm. to, to beat them. So, you know, like with Superman, you had like atmosphere kind of weakening them instead of just like the green rock. And, uh, it's like it, They've just done a few things lately where it's like, we kind of need to make it so it's not so cheesy. Yeah, I mean, Garth taking a bullet to the chest and dying, I was fine with that because, you know, like I know the Atlanteans are very strong, but if you're, they're out of water for long enough, they ain't, they ain't tanking a bullet. So... Um, you know, that, that was fine. Or if, you know, Donna took like that, you know, um, bullet to the heart, she would die too, because, you know, there's a reason, I mean, Wonder Woman can take some bullets, but, you know. Well, see, there it is, I don't understand how you can be mad at, like, the sword or the damage, but, like, a bullet, I mean, you know, a bullet and a sword are fine, but, like, I guess I guess it's the literal ease that Donna went down and all the other Amazons went down that was sort of, like, the issue. Yeah, I think this hasn't done a good job of showing like just how strong those warriors are. Like they are as warriors, so like it 
Right. So, yeah, I guess you there. And then I guess uh, the other thing for Hawk and Dub is there. There's honestly nothing special about them because in the yeah. comics they have powers. Hawk is super strong, and depending on which Dub you got, but with this Dub she has like light powers. So you know, there's a you know that makes them stand out. But other than that, with this group of Titans, you have uh, Starfire can shoot fire. Raven's a demon. Dick was trained by Batman. Hawk and Dove are just some random brawlers. Yeah. Donna's yeah. an Amazon. Um, Garth was an Atlantean. R.I.P. Gar can turn into a tiger. Which, I mean, the one thing that's good about this whole uh, what, what's her name? Uh, I can't, I can't remember her. His villain right now. Who's the, um, who's villain? Uh, you know, like the lady who has a Mercy. Gar. Mercy. Yeah, Mercy. Uh, like the one good thing that I see coming out of this is that they're probably gonna get it so that he can turn into different animals. At least I'm hoping. You know, like this is not just some cheap CGI thing that they're doing, like to cut costs. Yeah. Um, like that's that's where it seems like this is going. But do you guys feel like they're just trying to set up too many different stories for next year? Yep. Yep. Like I'm like, just give me more Deathstroke. Give me this Deathstroke story to completion because it's really like. The relationship is good. You know, some of the execution things aside. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably going to go to war with Cadmus next season. Right, because you have Dawn. Uh, I mean, not Dawn. You have... Um, Donna. No, you have Corey. You have the whole Blackfire. She has to go oh. to Tamaran, or eventually Tamaran's yeah. probably going to invade. You have that storyline. Then you have the Cadmus storyline. You mm-hmm. still have Deathstroke, which will hopefully be wrapped up, you know, mm-hmm. next episode. Um, you have Raven not uh, Raven, Raven losing control of her powers. Raven losing control yeah. of her powers, which is a normal thing. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, but you're trying to make an like issue because we know Trigon's not dead. Right. I guarantee right. he's not. He's there somewhere. Well, he's siphoning off those powers. I think that's what that's supposed to mean. Like he's taking off a little bit each time she uses her power. And he's trying to like gain it from there. That's where that's what it seems like is happening with Raven. But there's there's just so many different like plots that we're supposed to be following for next year that I just I I just want my test stroke. You know, like I, I just want that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think it would have been a crazier twist if Jericho was like if Jericho was inside Deathstroke and he was Deathstroke the whole time. Right. Like that would have been like, oh shoot, and he wanted revenge on Robin. That would have been like next level. But they're like, no, I'm just hanging out in his mind and doing like uh, sign language. Yeah, and you know, (laughs) trying to have him step out in the traffic. Yeah, like it it just seemed like oh Jericho got real messed up from uh yeah at that point it was robin betraying him about coming to the church and talking to his dad like he you know like that seemed like a real thing that he would be mad about right but also you know robin didn't know he was there so no he knew right like he he told him i'm i'm supposed to meet like at the church when this is happening yeah but i i don't think he knew it was going to be at the church something else led him to the church didn't it there was a scene, no, there was a scene right before it, uh, right before all the stuff goes down, where, uh, I forgot what Slate did to, like, make everybody mad for that, like, final straw, but, you know, they talk about how he's supposed to go talk to Deathstroke, and the plan
plan was they don't talk, they don't go interfere with that meeting. And then whatever happens, Nightwing just gets pissed and he's like, I know where Deathstroke is. And so when he goes and he's like, I'm sorry, I know I said I wouldn't. Oh, it was Donna getting her butt kicked. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, there we go. And she she was left for dead. So Yeah. Yeah, and so like that's where he, he knew that they were going to be at the church because they had arranged that and it was supposed to be kind of a like we can just track them from there type of thing and it just kind of it was it was a temper tantrum and Dick got his butt handed to him which I was like yeah that that tracks yeah yeah especially that version of him like he he's not ready yet I mean he's still gonna get his butt kicked tomorrow it's just not gonna be as bad you think so yeah Rab- Rose is so. gonna I, save him you think so I, I don't it's, think it's so. in the promo uh, you see, hit, you see Rose fighting Deathstroke for like a second, and Dick sort of like laying on the ground watching. Oh my god, he does. He I can't think, catch a break, huh? Nah, I don't know. I think that's gonna be a, a like a, a weird fight because they're clearly not gonna trust Rose. I wouldn't trust Rose to be honest. Well, they may not know. Well, I think no, no, Dick Dick, know, Dick, no, Dick knows, but um, the rest Jason knows. knows. Well, who knows if Jason? Who knows if Jason even shows up next episode? I can honestly see He's, him just not being there. I honestly am just tired of like just movie logic where they they can blame one person's lies over their own lies. Like it just bothers me so much. It, it does, and like that whole like, oh, he was my dad, and I was following him. Like that's real. That's something that like you don't need to get so, super mad about. I don't know. Yeah. And he said, you guys killed my brother. Yeah, and and she chose to, like, let the... That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. That she's revealing that to him and, like, trying to say, like, we need to help the Titans over... I, I, I don't know, like, that. that's just so... like It, it bothers me how immature TV people act. Sometimes. I don't know. After watching, like, six seasons of The Flash, I'm so used to, like, the, you lied to me, we need to talk, <laughs> let's go talk in the... Let's go talk in the hallway of the, um... Star Labs. Star Labs, yeah. Little Star Labs talks. I feel like Jason is would be the wrong one. I feel like Jason and Corey and Hank would all take that like route, like, how dare you lie to me, blah, blah, blah. Everybody else would be like, okay, let's talk about this. But Corey's been so forgiving. Corey's been you know, all like, over the place this season. Well, yeah, but she's been pretty forgiving when it's like, oh, Dick lied, or, you know, Raven's going through all this. And this but Dick didn't like, lie to her, though. That's the only no, he thing. Didn't. He but lied to everybody else, and she's like, "Nah, they'll come back." Like that whole thing with Hawk and Dawn. As soon as they like blamed Dick for whatever happened with Jericho, then you show them in a in a backwater town, and they did the same thing to somebody else's kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, Pot. Like I don't I don't know what to do with you guys. Like this, and just you are at six seasons of The Flash and eight seasons of Arrow, and every single time they do it, I get upset. Every single time. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a good enough transition to Arrow. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to segue into Arrowverse stuff. So I have a question. So what is everybody watching out of the Arrowverse right now? Um, Arrow and Flash. Is it Arrow and Flash? Yeah, for me it's Arrow and Flash. Although I love Supergirl, I just haven't had the time to watch it this year so far. But Supergirl, I, I think, was the best show they made last season. Last season wasn't bad. Uh, this season, um, yeah, Lena and Supergirl are uh, they're they're having their friendship break up. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's that's the that's the main interesting thing. 
Chris sent me a clip of that Austin from one of the episodes, and I was just like, this looks like a poorly uh, parodied version of Clark and Lex from Smallville. It is. It is. And that was what I saw coming, and I was like, I don't know if you guys need to do this. Plus, they're, like the way they set it up, there are two storylines happening in this season from last year. This is me basing it all on last year. They're trying to set up two separate storylines, not just Alina, Supergirl, but also like that super clone thing, I think. It was just... Like you don't need to do all this. Just be smart about where you're going. I don't. I don't know. That, I feel like the writers are all like kind of resting on their laurels a little bit. They wrote uh, Jimmy Olsen's off the show. Did he? Is he? Yeah. He. Uh, he. Well, I mean, they gave him like they gave him like a send off episode. Pretty much, him and his sister visited like their hometown, and he decided to take over the newspaper there in like his hometown. Now was their way of getting him off the show because they don't know they haven't known they haven't known what to do with Jimmy Olsen for two seasons now. Yeah, that that Guardian and that storyline's a little bit off. Kind of, he's doing it. Yeah, I agree with you, but I don't know. Supergirl, I want to watch. I just yeah. And they haven't done Supergirl hasn't really done any Crisis stuff at all yeah. for the most part. All Crisis stuff has been Arrow and Flash pretty much. Yeah. And I, I guess I guess I watch Batwoman, but I don't think that counts as part of the Arrowverse right now. You know, it, in terms of what they're doing, it just it is. But yeah, there's no Crisis stuff in Batwoman yet either. Bat Batwoman is pretty much as her dealing with her sister, her dad, her ex, right? Yeah. Am I missing is any beats? I don't think so. Is Batwoman a separate universe too? So. One thing I've learned is Black Lightning and Supergirl are in the same universe. Like they're on the same Earth. They, they mentioned. I don't. They could be. I don't know. Black Lightning. Ha, they haven't said where Black Lightning is. Supergirl's a different Earth. Batwoman is on their Earth. Yeah, I believe. It's, it's on the same Earth. So in the last one, uh, in, in the, the Elseworlds, Elseworlds cross, crossover last they year, they went to Gotham. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't need a, a portal or anything. Oh, okay. So, but there's one episode in Black Lightning where they talk about Supergirl, and that's the only, and it's like season one, one episode, like episode like four or something like that. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a, I think that was an Easter egg. I don't think they were like, I mean, that, they didn't confirm, I guess. Because mm-hmm. like, there's like a debate, like, well, Supergirl like a superhero, or is she like a comic book character in that universe? Or like, they're not. Yeah, because in, in the original run of Black Lightning he was from Metropolis he was just from like the, whatever they called the slums there yeah Freeland is, well he's from like yeah wasn't Black Lightning always in like the hood of, hood Ma- of Metropolis yeah that, like, that, that, Superman just doesn't go yeah that's ex- <laughs> essentially that's exactly what it was and Superman's so, like oh they're good yeah. So the comic book version of Superman is a racist is that what we're saying on this podcast um, no no he's classist he oh, might yeah he's all about gentrifying Metropolis no, 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 no. You remember, he's the good old farm boy. So, you know, everybody's equal as long as you don't talk about those who aren't. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's Kansas, you know, and, and this was like 1950s Kansas. So, you know, you only focus on the good old, you know, white farmers. Uh, but, yeah, so I guess with uh, uh, Arrow, I've actually been excited to watch Arrow. This Arrow! Season. I think it's... Arrow's been honestly, I think Arrow's been fantastic this season. I, a final season, everything that I could have wanted. Easter eggs of the wazoo. No felicity. No, no felicity. No filler. Very straight and to the point. You know, they pretty much 
I mean, it's almost like they're pretty much they know they're since they know they're they're able to end it, they're able to do anything they want last minute. Um, um, yeah, I mean, we got Thea to come back. The first episode was awesome. Yeah, Adrian yeah. Chase and um, Malcolm Merlin and Tommy and Moira, like that was all great. The Batman cowl in the beginning. Yeah, I was just like, oh. It, it got, it's like clearly uh, CW was like we're gonna do whatever we want with this whole thing now like yeah. that, that was what that said to me like we can just do whatever we want the only thing uh, is that they're clearly setting up a spinoff with his daughter yeah yeah maybe yeah. she maybe it'll stay in the present because they're still there yeah. for crisis so but I I will say I prefer his kids with, I, I prefer them with the main team than when they were doing their own like future stuff I was like okay I don't really yeah. care yeah they killed our Renee's daughter. I was like, oh no. Is it, now, sort of were his kids over this season and last season, wasn't that like the first time? I, that was the first time I felt like I cared about a flashback in like four years. That, oh, that was when I, I watching that whole story. Like, I skipped the majority of last season, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that whole flash or flash forward timeline that they did was worth watching. I, I thought anyway, it was like a fun dynamic i think it was just because it was new characters who didn't all like i'm curious to see like after crisis like is that future going to stick are they going to make it better because like the one thing i like didn't like about it it was just like it was just such a downer like no one talked to each other Mm -hmm. the city was like destroyed and like when you do that kind of stuff on flash it's like well okay flash they can always change the future to whatever they want Mm -hmm. but like on arrow you're all just kind of like man this is just everything it leads up to it's just like like what was the point of albert's crusade if pretty much just everything went to hell in 20 years anyway you're kind of like and then everything like we've seen twice that you know the future was terrible once in legend and once here and then those were like the similar years and Oliver was still there obviously because you didn't know what was going to happen with Crisis so they changed the future hooray but like because they even say like with Batman Beyond Batman Beyond was dark but it's not like future Gotham City was like a hellhole completely Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it had its crime and it had its issues like you feel like the future would but it wasn't just like, man, there was no point to Batman whatsoever. It was just like, okay, no, they just got to fight the good fight. Just The Justice League still existed, you know, in that show. The cops were a whole lot less corrupt. You know, so you're like, okay. But with, like, the future they had here, I was just like, oh, man. Like. Also, you know, like, everybody else that they've known forever just let that happen to that city. And they just didn't talk. Yeah. And it was like, Oliver, I didn't know, I didn't know Oliver had a daughter. It's like. You guys were, like, besties. You never, you know. So th- there was certain things I kind of rolled my eyes at. But at least with this season, I do like that the kids get to meet Oliver, mm-hmm. you know. And at least it's like, okay, he gets to train Mia. And uh, William gets to replace Felicity. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. And they brought Curtis back for me to roll my eyes at. Though I thought uh, Diggle's reaction. I think they needed that, though, because there was no humor in the show before Curtis is there. This, this is just not any. Curtis shouldn't be the male version of Felicity. Well, he doesn't. He, yes, he is. But, uh, like, we still needed something to laugh at. Like, that, that show has always kind of tried to chop it up a little bit. I mean, he could be funny, but they really downplayed his intelligence. 
they really downplayed his athletic ability because he spent a whole like two seasons getting his butt kicked before he was like, you know what, I'm just not going to be. Well, here. isn't he an Olympian or something like that? Yeah, and, they, an and he's Olympian in the show too. And they didn't really, yeah. That I think the issue you have with both Arrow and Flash, and even Supergirl to an extent. Well, not not just white writers. It's that it's just that they have too many characters on the team and like. They have to segue them. They have to put them in their boxes. Like, okay, here's the athletic, here's the leader. Here's the athletic sidekick. Here's a smart person. And I mean, this was like a problem in like Flash consistently, where like Barry Allen is supposed to be like a super genius, you know? Pretty, he's re- he's really out. smart. And in the show, Iris or Cisco, one of them has to be in his ear to tell him what to do. Right. They and see- that's a huge like Barry's a CSI and he's a science like he and understands they- science. Like it started off that way. Do you guys remember the pilot of the Flash where he was able to like see out how the crimes did and they never did that again. No, they don't. And like it's one thing when Harrison when Dr. Wells says earbuds aren't is teaching him how to use his speed. That's one thing. But all these other things that they have to teach him how to do is just sort of like, okay, so you just need this character to do something. It's like, all right, Barry, you got to run to the vortex. And, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, like, he should know. And, like, Barry should know how his powers work more than anybody else. Right. But, like, you got to have, but, like, Cisco has to have something to do. We've got to be a smart person. And Iris has to be, you know, the anchor because you can't just keep her as, like, a girlfriend. We are the Flash. We are the Flash. Did you see, there was a picture, this is segueing, we're, we might be segueing the flash, there was a picture of, like, Barry's on a stretcher, and, like, Iris is, like, it looks like Iris's hand is, like, on his neck, yeah. and then the caption was, like, we aren't the flash anymore, Barry, and it's, like, snap, I am. <laughs> It'd be like, I, I, I mean, I think they tried to do the small bill, Lois Lane, Lana, like, you know, have that, you know, the love interest, you know, be useful and be a part of the plot. But I felt like they didn't do it right because Candace Patton, as Iris West has, her character has gone through so many different areas. You know, she was working for that one reporter guy and then she started her own news thing, you know, to support the Flash. And then it just sort of bounced all over the place. And now they brought her back to the reporter thing, but she's still part of Team Flash. It's just... I don't know, like, it just... It's always been too many characters, and the the biggest example of that is whatever they did with Wally West, because I, that was just yeah. R. A. P. They brought well. He apparently he's going to be in most of the second half of this. Is season. he? Is he coming back? Yeah, that's what they said. He's going to. He be was a like big doing music videos and like just hanging out on Instagram. He was in like, a movie, I think, last but, year. All right, Kenyon. Kenyon Lonzo, I think, is his name. Like, yeah. all right, man, have fun. Um, I mean, as far as they brought Wally in way too early because you can't they really have a Flash have a Kid Flash when A, the Kid Flash is, you know, like 20 years old. But B, well, yeah. you have Barry in his second or third year of being a hero have that sort of, like, sidekick. At least Oliver had, you know, five, you know, on the island five years of experience doing things and then, you know, he picked up a, a, a reluctant sidekick. Um... You know, but you know, you have like the and wasn't and Oliver and Oliver was and Oliver was supposed to be like noticeably older than Roy too, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like, wasn't weren't they like they were almost like teenagers at the beginning, right? Or like like eighteen something like that. Roy aged quick though. That guy is not. 
in yeah. whatever personal life he is. He looks old now. Oliver, <laughs> Oliver was uh, at least in his late 20s when the show started. Yeah. And Roy should have been around like 18, 19 because he was either the same age as Theo or maybe like Yeah, Theo was older. like... Yeah. Theo, Theo was in high school in the beginning, wasn't she? Yeah. Kind of. Like yeah. junior or something like that. Though I did, I did like her coming back in the last season because mm-hmm. that actress hasn't done anything. Nope. Well, no, she's Aqua in Kingdom Hearts. I forgot about that. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Don't but, get me started on Kingdom but Hearts. We're not gonna go there. Don't but um, get me started on Kingdom Hearts. But like, I like that. But I mean, Arrow in general, I have liked the episodes for the most part. Mm-hmm. Can't really. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have too much to complain about. Really, you want to talk about Flash at all? Uh, Flash. The last episode was was pretty good. The it James took, Bond one. Yeah, it took me a little bit to get into it, but then once it it was a fun episode. It was a nice filler episode. You're giving everybody their sort of like one on one time with Barry, which is you know all fine and good. I but like I, he's not dying. Yeah, and I'm also a whole lot less interested in what's his name as the villain because he, yeah because he's not very compelling and I, I the actor is great because he was Mohinder Suresh in Heroes I really enjoyed that you know that well at least you know one and a half but seasons of that show that people are just riding that coattail for like season one and it's like just because you were in season one and you were part of this amazing show like now we're just gonna ride that all the way to through the flame anytime you're in a superhero movie cause you know he's in Sense8 I'm like I don't love what you're doing in Sense8 and I don't love what you're doing now. Like maybe he just got in with the right crowd, and that one time was it. You know. Yeah, I feel like he did a really good job in his character, regardless of where the show took him. So, like, I feel like he could have been a compelling character, but you have him for what this first half of the season, and for the past couple episodes, he hasn't really done anything. And so, well, that's a that's a CW like. Uh, staple is that they just forget they have characters sometimes that they're supposed to focus on. Real, they'll forget. They. I mean, but realistically, you also had this sort of like demented serial killer last season. So we're getting this again, but only for a short amount. And I don't know if Bloodworth's sh- the villain for the whole season, though. No, they have two. So he's the villain for this first half. And, and then they have crisis, another season. they're going to have someone else after. Right. So I'm just sort of like, yeah, it's Godspeed the second half of the season. Is it Godspeed? Yeah. So it's just like, you're having the same issue that you had with Cicada is, how are they getting away? They should not be getting away. He's just like zipping through like he's a, you know, Venom. Barry, mm-hmm. run after him. Caitlin frees him. Like, it, it should not be this hard. Yeah, yeah well, and, and, that's, and that's an issue, I think, with just having a show. That's an issue you have with any Superman show or a Flash show, is that they're just very OP. So it's very hard to have villains that realistically can keep up with them that just don't have their same powers. Yeah, I mean, besides having like someone like Captain Cold or maybe Mirror Master. Yeah. Which I wish they would give us help. They need I, to bring Mirror like Master back. I heard Mirror Master's coming back, maybe. Hopefully. He was really good. Wasn't he like just a one episode villain? Isn't that what happened? I think he, one or two. One or two. Yeah, but the, one of my gripes, and this is a gripe I had, I actually really liked Legends of Tomorrow 
But that show definitely hurt The Flash because they were totally setting up the rogues at the end of season one of The Flash. Mm-hmm. But because of Legends, they had to lose Captain Cold and Heat Wave. Mm-hmm. And they really... And that, and I mean, the rogues are like, Barry fights them more than he fights Reverse Flash in comics. Yep. The and, rogues are always doing stuff. And you could have given them, um, you could have given them uh, Heat Wave and uh, who's the guy that does the, uh, the sound? What is his name? Uh, Pied Piper. Pied Piper. Yeah, you could have gave them those two because Pied Piper hasn't really come back besides uh, when they went back in time that no. one episode. And heat wave. There have been multiple heat waves. There's only one Captain Cold. Yeah. And like, I mean, even in the comics now, like he's like got his powers upgraded. Yeah. Like messing up Barry, doing like nuclear winters and stuff. Like there was so much more that they could have done. And you had a great actor too who played the role well as well. Because the reason the roles like work in the comics is that like Barry can beat. Each, each of them individually pretty easily mm-hmm. but when all of them are ganging up on him that's when he actually runs into trouble and when they actually use yeah. their powers together is when Barry gets tripped up right yeah and then yeah, you got Mark Hamill as a trickster and just be there for you know comic relief because Mark Hamill is always a win yeah well it's a good thing we don't have much of that it just I don't know their villain choices have been really epic. I, I guess so. Here's the thing. The thing with the Flash is that his story can only it can only go so far, like in terms of TV writing, because it's it's all like one trick now. It's just it's just run. Mm-hmm. You can only do that so many times before you go. You know what? We got to figure out a different hero to like focus on because running ain't gonna do the trick. It just it doesn't work for TV. Right. You know, like you can't. With season one with the Reverse Flash, fantastic. Season two with Zoom fantastic then you try to do it a third time with savitar dumb i am yeah. the future flash yeah and they should have like, they should have done the devoe stuff before they did savitar savitar should have come later yeah and with the bow you know saying you want to have someone to make barry think and do all that okay fine good good premise didn't really stick that landing not really also- do you remember him studying and everything and then never using that knowledge ever again? Like, he was going through tons of textbooks about everything. Mm-hmm. He should be that super genius you guys talked about. Right. Even if he wasn't in the beginning, which, fine, even though which, that's not technically true. Which but, I think, comic-wise, he can, he can only retain all that information for a short amount of time, as opposed to Bart, who can read it and remember it. Yeah, but... If you're going to read, like, that much, you're going to learn some stuff. Yeah. Because he was doing some redundant work. You, you can't tell me he forgot everything. Right, and he was already <laughs> super smart before he got the power. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, I, I think that the Flash kind of got capped, so they're, they're doing this weird scramble where they don't, like, their villains are kind of trying to shift the focus of the Flash's powers and the Flash fight, or mm-hmm. fight, you know, animations and everything. And so now... You know, it's kind of at this weird crossroads where we're we're trying to see what's going to happen. And is anybody irritated with Cisco like me? Yeah, well, I mean, him getting him getting rid of his powers to me was annoying because it's like, dude, you can like live a normal life and still have your powers. And still have your powers. I get maybe he's getting like the headaches and stuff, but it's like, I thought it was annoying. I thought that was 
I thought that whole plot line was annoying, was but apparently, apparently, like Carlos Valdez was like negotiating this contract, and they thought they were gonna write him off, but then they didn't, or something like that. Something behind the scenes. I can, I can understand, but now they're stuck. Like that was just. You know what the mission was? Huh. Interesting. A weird one. Sorry, but yeah, I yeah, I agree though. His his character has started to annoy me. I feel like the charm's been written off. Um. I know that uh, Daniel Panabaker is pregnant, so they're probably. I don't know if they're gonna write Caitlyn off, but she'll probably. Well, I well, it depends. I don't know if they'll like kick kick her off the show for a while, or if they'll just do what they'll do in TV, where they just hide the baby bump. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes just, some shows just, will hide the baby bump. You just film, you know, like you know, from her shoulders up, or from her like you know, like chest up, or you know, do really. You know, from the back, or you know, just anything to have. But she can't really do action scenes unless you just have a stunt double. Yeah. You know, unless you get really creative. You you think she doesn't have a stunt double? Well, I mean, I know she has a stunt double now. Yeah, but you can't just like show the uh, um, stunt double with the face and everything like that. You'll have to do it like her from you know she's throwing something from far away, and you're like, is that Caitlyn? Yeah. Can't really tell. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of redundancies between Caitlyn and Cisco, and like it. I don't. Know, it just she's not necessary. Where they and they usually are setting it up where she's gonna have some time off because Killer Frost is trying to find herself. And I think the very next step is, well, I need to step away from you guys and kind of figure out who I am besides this group and like see if I can make my own friends or whatever and all that stuff. And like, yeah. they've got a really easy way out with her. Th- that storyline is, is is weird for me that, you know, you have this whole other personality and they're going to live now and so then my other personality is just going to chill and sit back and just watch all this go. Because they're also still not talking to each other. Well, that's because, I, honestly, I wish she was a villain. You know, like, I wish. You And wish you could have even done something where they physically split the two of them. Like, yeah, you have I, the science there. You could just do something where they split the two of them and then... You know, you have the villain side and you have the good side. I think the problem, though, is that, like, if Caitlyn isn't Killer Frost and her character is much less interesting, like, what else could you do with her besides her being, like, another smart person there? Have you found her character interesting with Killer Frost? I mean, I was fine with her the first couple seasons, but I think it was always with the promise of she would be a villain because we saw it in that Speed Force tunnel at the end of the first season so i think that the promise of you know her being a villain was fine and that was a little fulfilled in savitar and then it wasn't um but uh crisis wise with flash and arrow like to juxtapose them so you have arrow supposedly you know going around doing missions for the monitor and now trying to find a weapon to kill him and then you end this last last episode with uh, you know them finding out the truth that um, God, I can Harbin Har- Lila Harbinger is you know working with the Monitor, and then they all wake up in some alternate reality in the next episode. Whereas opposed to the Flash, you have Nash Wells, you know, saying that the Monitor is a fraud and he's going to kill him and. Just, very, very interesting dynamics that you're just going to rush into with Crisis in two weeks. Yeah. It, well, 
I mean, at this point, it's good that they're kind of doing that because that whole, like, just they implicitly trusted him. And I guess kind of maybe, but, like, the initial trust didn't seem earned. Mm-hmm. You know, so now it's like, it's a good thing that you have somebody saying, like, hey, we can slow our roll. And then it's kind of, it's coming up, but it also doesn't make any sense to me. If he's going to come and destroy the world, why did he recruit Oliver to betray him? Right. Is is the monitor going to become the anti-monitor, or are they both going to be two separate, distinct things? Well, some people think, like, the anti-monitor is pretending to be the monitor. Like, the one that was uh, talking to, like, Laurel and that kind of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, we can bring our Earth back. I am actually proud of, um... I'm actually proud of Earth 2. I'm actually proud of Black Siren for not being a traitor. Yeah. You know? I was like, oh, look at that! Her character has grown! But then the other thing was just, like, in the future, she's a hero, so I'm like... Well, she can't betray him because she she actively <laughs> lives on this earth, and she's a good guy. Yeah, but you see how like that whole weird future storyline is—it's all messed up. It's all mucked up anyway. Like they they don't really care that much about the consistency for the twenty years from now until that timeline happens. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Like I felt like she could have if she really wanted to, but I I knew it all the way through that she wasn't gonna do it. Like, she, she wasn't just... That's just been her calling card as a character this whole time. It's like, no matter which version of her we're getting, like, we're always getting somebody who's just super loyal. I will say, though, I, I'm excited for Crisis in general mm-hmm. because I hope that they... I really hope that they're holding... Excuse me, that they're holding stuff back and there are things that they haven't announced mm-hmm. because I do feel like they've announced, like, a ton... Um, I don't think we should get our hopes up about um, the Tom Welling cameo from Smallville too much because I'm pretty sure he just has that one scene on the farm and that's going to be it. So, Do you guys know how big that guy is now? He looks like he really should be Superman now. Yeah. You can watch what I was watching, but he is jacked. I saw him at a comic convention in like May 2018. I think, I think that was 2018. 2018, yeah. he was there. And like, but he was... I'm I'm shocked. Well, I'm not shocked that they got him, but they really must have paid him because, like, he was so done with any Superman stuff mm-hmm. after Smallville. And you got to think, like, oh, yeah, because he was in the show for, what, 10 years? Yeah. And then they're saying that the season 11 comics are canon, so everything that happened in those comics actually happened. So I'm just I don't like, think it's going to matter that much, but yeah. Well, no, but it just gives me hope that do the animated series, do the animated series, and just have someone else voice Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, I really... Uh, and then Michael Rosenbaum's on board with the animated show as well. But Michael really? Rosenbaum isn't going to be... Yeah, because they sort of screwed the pooch on that one. Good job, CW. According to him... According, I... to, according to Michael Rosenbaum, they asked to be in crisis last minute and paid him pretty much... and wanted to pay him pretty much no money. Yeah, I, I believe Michael Rosenbaum on that you one. You guys cause... don't know that CW was cheap? Yeah. Like, have you heard about Oliver Queen and, like, what he makes and... The, the reason that he does it, he's he's a successful individual on his own with his own money. Like they they do not pay him well. Yeah, I'm not I'm not shocked. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know if you've seen the images or it was briefly in that trailer that got released today and maybe in one of the other ones. But so Lila is Harbinger and has monitor like armor and so does Nash Wells or 
we don't know if that's Nash Wells. Uh, a Harrison Wells uh, has monitor-like armor. I can't remember what they called him. Um, two. The pariah? Yes. Yeah. Boom. I'm on it today. So, now I feel late. I didn't. I didn't know the trailer came out. Yeah, it's, it's only like forty seconds. Yeah, it's, they've been. They were doing like these character promos. Uh, like what was it last week? Yeah, where it was like eight seconds for each, like you know, show and everything like that. And it was so annoying. <laughs> like their like music for it is just still like stuck in my head. It's like one <laughs> drill. Yeah, it's like one drill in one ear and one drill in the other, and they're meeting in the middle. Also, I question: Do you guys watch Black Lightning at all? Not yet. I, I'm caught up. Well, no, I'm caught up up until this season. Oh, okay. I mean, he's in it. Apparently, Lila just recruits him, but apparently, his Earth is getting destroyed as well. I I saw. I thought I saw. Unless they just cut this weird. I thought I saw Barry talking to him. The I read the synopsis and it said that Lila recruits him. Oh, okay. So I mean, no longer segregated. Woo! I just I want it to make sense where everyone is kind of in the same world at least. Like this whole skipping it in Portland. I have a feeling after Crisis they're gonna try to do a better job of rolling them in the same universe. At just least them all together. They might. I mean, if you're doing Crisis, like that is not pretty much the purpose of it in the that comic. Was, that was literally the purpose. There was like, all right, man, yeah. we got too many. All right, our continuity's a mess, so we're just gonna roll it all in one and kill off a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, they kind of need to. And I've been. I don't know. I feel like I was almost soft spoiled. I don't know if it was real on Crisis, so. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably. I mean, we'll probably do a. Oh, wow, that's gonna be a weird timing for that that podcast post crisis. Unless we. Well, because yeah, we get three episodes. Yeah. In a couple, in, like next Sunday, or two Sundays from now, and then like two after January. Yeah. Two in January. Wow. Which I'm actually glad they did that because I know that shooting these crossovers is hard I thought they and they gonna, needed more time. I thought they were going to do more. I thought they were going to do like nine episodes where it was going to be like... I think it's just five. Yeah, it's just the five. I thought they were going to do the five that they had planned out and then like four at the end of the That's ah, probably a little overboard. I mean, it depends on what you do with it, but I thought they were going to space it out more, but I guess not. I mean, it's pretty much an episode of show, except Black Lightning. Black Lightning technically doesn't have an episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you gotta do what you can. Watch, that's the one thing. Like, I, I don't know how many people are like me, but I just never watch Legends of Tomorrow, and so it's like frustrating to go in and have to watch that show. You don't have to. Yeah. I don't think you have to watch Legends that much. Because I mean, you've seen all the other characters in the other shows. If you've seen the other characters, I mean, I mean, Legends, it, it pretty much is a sci-fi comedy with a bunch of B-list superheroes traveling through time. Or C-list superheroes. I, I will say, you can yeah, skip like... the first season of Legends, pretty much. The mm-hmm. second and third seasons are the best. The first season, most people think is bad. The fourth season is meh. But the second season, if you've seen the other shows, the second season for sure you would like. Mm-hmm. Reverse Flash is in it. Um, okay, Malcolm Merlin's in it. Damian Dark's in it. Yeah, the and the third season was just fun. Right. With Bebo. Yeah. You won't know what that is, but Bebo. The third, the third season was that was just like fun television for sure. But like 
I don't think you really have to watch Legends to uh, enjoy Crisis. But I actually think I, mean, I actually think Legends is one of the better shows just in the sense of they're able to change up the dynamic enough compared yeah. to like Arrow and Flash which can get really stale. Mm-hmm. You know? Run, Barry. Run. Oh my goodness. You know how tired I am of hearing that? Shoot an arrow, Oliver. <laughs> At least they don't. Wait, but they don't tell Oliver to shoot an arrow. I don't think anyone has to tell Oliver to shoot an arrow. He 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 gives those out like hotcakes. I'm surprised they didn't make a joke though when he was training his daughter, where he they didn't make a joke about him like shooting her in the back or something like he did to Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, like, and again, I, I, the the best writing that I saw from CW was Supergirl last season. Like, I thought that whole storyline was. Oh, like, the Lex, you mean? Uh, yeah, with Lex, that whole like alien storyline that they were doing, like everything they did besides that, some of that stuff they did with Guardian and Lena, it made a lot of sense. But I mean, wasn't that like the third time they've tried that whole plot of like aliens? Are aliens, bad? aliens are immigrants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the third time was a charm. We do the same thing with X Men, and we keep forgetting about that type of thing. So, like, no, no, no. It was no. nice that they finally got it right. Can never you know? forget how bad Dark Phoenix was. We're not talking about Dark Phoenix today. <laughs> Uh, I still haven't seen it. It's on Disney Plus, right? Don't uh, no, I, I don't think I, I don't think any of the X Men movies are. Here. Really? No, I don't no. think they are either yet. But they should be because they're owned by Fox. It's really weird. But they I think, haven't done I, that whole cross like engulfing thing yet. Like there's still a bunch of stuff they're still working on. Also, if anybody want an update, um, pretty much all of Marvel's old television is like canceled now. Yeah. Shields ending, Cloak and Dagger got canceled. Runways is going. Runways, his, this this is going to be his last season. They were going to do a Ghost Rider show and that got canceled. And they're firing, um, not fi- well, it's not officially firing, but uh, like Jeff Loeb, the guy who was over like the Netflix shows oh, and Shield and stuff, he's pretty much getting kicked out. And all they're they're just all going to be on Disney Plus, any Marvel TV from now on. So uh, that one hurts. Dang. Yeah. I like The Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. Those were very good shows. And Cloak and Dagger had some of the best music that you could choose. Like for, I like didn't for mind Cloak and Dagger. Though they are going to be in Runaways. Cloak and Dagger going to be in Runaways Season 3 because they already shot it. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because they, they, the trailer, you check it, the trailer came out and they're in it. Fun fact. Uh, yeah, I, like, I knew it was coming, but it hurts me that I don't get my bullseye season of Daredevil and I don't get like I, I won't get the closure I wanted with Cloak and Dagger because I thought some of the things they did in season 2 were lacking but yeah, yeah. I mean I was I had a soft spot for Luke Cage that one kind of hurt my cousin made a song for Cloak and Dagger did he? Mm-hmm. Huh. the, the cousin that's married to Black Canary um, oh yeah so uh, also my cousin is playing Black Canary in uh, Harley Quinn's movie get out of here Oh, What's her name? That'd be awkward. Something Smollett. What's her first name? Yeah, Journey yeah. Bell Smollett. Journey Bell Smollett. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, talk about that. Anyway, uh, so um, I think this is a perfect segue for Disney Plus for my one minute spiel. Two minutes. Go minute for spiel it. About yeah, that. where we can do. Yeah, you can talk about Disney Plus, and I'm probably gonna wrap up after that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I don't want to rant about Kingdom Hearts because I got a long one. No. Okay, so uh, Disney Plus. Uh, so pretty much my days consist of going to work, going to the gym, and then coming home and watching Disney Plus and playing Pokemon Sword on my Nintendo Switch. Oh, you got uh, Sword? Yes, I got I it did. too. Yeah, I'm beat the fourth, I just beat the fourth gym leader. Oh, okay, nice. I just beat the champion. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, it's literally all I do. Um, but Disney Plus is fantastic. Um, I didn't have any issues on opening day that people did where they're like, I can't get into the app. I just started off watching things, you know, inanely. Uh, but, uh, it has pretty much the majority of the lineup that of shows we would watch as kids or maybe older siblings would watch as kids like, you know, Chippendale, uh, DuckTales, like the original one, Gargoyles. Um, they have like some of our shows on there, like even Stevens, Kim Possible, uh, um, uh, what's the show with Hillary Dove, Lizzie McGuire. Um, they have the Proud Family movie on there, but not Proud Family, which is sort of weird. Like I know they're making new episodes, but what better to generate new buzz about new show episodes than the old episodes? They're, they should be on there. I don't know why they wouldn't be. Yeah, right, unless they, unless they're unless they're on something. Are else. they on some other service or Hulu or something? I don't know, but see, that's the thing. There are some things like with with the X Men movies. I'm pretty sure those are on other things. But they have things on there at, like, for example, George of the Jungle is, like, the sort of, um, the pictures up there and saying, like, the, the synopsis of it, and it's coming soon. It's coming in May 2020 because it's on another streaming service right gotcha. now. And so, and Infinity like, War is not on it's there. It's on Netflix, because, that's why. Right, but Endgame is. And so, some people are like, I want to watch them both in a row. And I'm like, you honestly, you should probably own them both, but... We're not going to go there, but then you know, um, so you'll have so so you sort of have that issue, um, and it happens with like different like series of movies and everything like that. So I, I'm assuming the X Men movies are um, on other streaming services, but I think my big the big thing that they need um, is once you when you're watching something and say you leave the app and it you know refreshes or closes or whatever you don't have a currently watching or was just watching. You have to go back and find that. Mm, Which that's, is, that's a pain. Yeah. yeah. That, it, so they need to update the interface. Right. Other than that, it's fine. It really shows you how much Disney owns and how much they've monopolized our childhoods. Yep. Uh, Disney is a monopoly, and but, you know, all hail the mouse. I love it. It's $7 a month, which is not bad at all. They have a $12 a month bundle with Hulu and ESPN. So, like... Trial's like, what, a week, right? Yeah. This is thing... I'm getting, you know, a few days off for Thanksgiving, so... Mm -hmm. Perfect timing. Yeah. Oh, and the first day that Disney Plus opened, there was a snow day for most kids in, like, the, you know, Midwest or Upper North. And yeah. The power of the mouse controls the weather as well. Yeah, it was kind of funny that happened. I heard the servers were crashing, though, but so many people were on it. I didn't have an issue with that, so I was, you know, I had, like, I had some friends that had that issue, and other friends that were just like me that just could start watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally, yeah, I mean, I'm totally going to check it out. It's just that I've been, this is a time in my life where I'm like, I've just spent so much money on certain things, and then, like... Christmas is coming up, and now, now that I'm working a big boy job, my whole family, they want real gifts. <laughs> yeah. My sister's like, oh, I want some AirPods, and I'm like, you can ask dad for AirPods, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing, if, if this is, I, I have not watched Lady and 
the Tramp show or movie, whatever it is, and I don't plan to. But The Mandalorian, which is the Star Wars show they developed, three episodes in, fantastic. They're really good. I've seen the Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is Yo the Dito, best Yoda. Yoda. Yo Dito, I yes. guess what they're calling him. Yo Dito. But yeah, no, it's the the production value is good. The it feels like you know that space western that Solo should have been. Um, it's been very enjoyable to watch. So I've definitely enjoyed it, and I think uh, at least that part of the future is bright with Star Wars. Who knows what's going to happen with the Rise of Skywalker? But uh, yeah, that's my take on you know Disney property. <laughs> Woo! Minus Kingdom Hearts. All right, uh, do we have anything else before we wrap up? Anything you guys looking forward to at all? Movies, TV, comics, anything like that? Rise of Skywalker. Uh, been, been watching My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah, I need to catch up. Oh, uh, the show that's going to take over as, like, the Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, like, in that line. It, yeah, I mean, if the creator keeps going, the creator's talking about, like, ending it or something like that, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't know, like, where, because I read the manga, so I, I I would say the manga is at least it's maybe two, season seven. Yeah, it's only, like, 252 chapters, though. It's not that long. Right, but even where it is now, I'm like, I don't see where you can end it where it would not be awkward. Because remember, the beginning of the show and the uh, manga is, you know, Midoriya narrow, narrating how he became the greatest hero, which means you need to flash forward at some point. Or you're just going to like say like the last ten chapters be a flash forward and that's it and that'll be a really unsatisfactory ending. Though there is um there's potential for spinoffs though for sure. There already is one like the Vigilantes or whatever. Yeah. And doesn't my hero only take place in Japan? Yeah. So we don't know anything about like heroes in other countries besides uh, the first. I mean, they did the movie. movie where they come to America or they have American heroes and it's on like a floating island. Yeah. yeah. But that. I th- the movie is sort of canon, but not. Yeah, because kinda. the guy that helped all my is canon. Is canon. Yeah, but like also part of that movie that's weird is they had those gloves that Midoriya wore, and then he broke. Never wears them again. <laughs> oh no, he like, broke it. Yeah, but he he there was another one. Hmm. He only had the one. No, but she had two. Oh know, yeah, like she could have gave it to him. Maybe she was just like, nah, you're good. Maybe she was like, you broke it? How dare you, Nah, you're smack. good. You can just get arthritis. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and Midoriya, Midoriya as an old man is just, his body is just going to be totally fucked up. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you think, you think heroes are going to make it? Like, one thing that I do appreciate about Arrow that he, you know, he's going to be done is that, like, heroes, they need to show some of these people ending. Like, a, a long run should be, like, five years, realistically. Like, that just takes an extreme amount of luck. And, like, Midoriya, if he goes ten years, it should be like, oh, wow, what a lucky run that guy had. Yeah. I But I also think, I don't know if we're ever going to get, like, manga that's as long-running as, like, Naruto or One Piece, which is still going. Don't, don't talk about One Piece. Yeah, which is still going. I don't... I just have like I just think nowadays we just have, there's just so much content out there. I don't know if any show is going to be able to last that long because the only other shows that I think of that are like long running like My Hero are like um, Black Clover I guess is going which I don't watch but that is a thing. Um, Attack on Titan the manga is getting ready to end and. Um, Seven Deadly Sins was another one. The manga is also ending. I so, think like, Fire Force has a very limited 
run for where they're going to. You think Fire Force is only going to last so long as well? Right now, you're at chapter like 187, and that plot advances very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I think you might be 50% through the story right now. In the, in the anime, you mean? In the in the manga. Oh, the manga. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff that was long running wrapped up. Like Tokyo Ghoul was a show mm -hmm. that and that manga ended. So it's like I just think in general, like with like just the way the anime and manga industry is going, I just think their shows are just shorter. Like yeah. I don't think though, I don't think most of their stuff go will go beyond like a decade. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, yeah, but I think that's. Which is, like might be fine. Where they are. Yeah, like, th that's okay. I, I, I still think part of the problem with Dragon Ball Z was that it, it tried to go too long. Like, and, and there was a push from America that kind of screwed it all up. But, you know, like, Naruto, it, it just was like, okay, it, it wrote itself. Yeah, I mean, well, Naruto technically has Boruto right now, which no one watches. Mm. It was I went to a comic convention a couple weeks ago, and they had... Naruto, the English voice actor, who's an old lady, and Boruto, the English voice actor and act actress. And she's like, oh yeah, I have a shoe. like, oh yeah, I voiced Boruto for the two of you who watched that show. Like, it was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty funny. She knows. They they know. But part of it is just that, like, I mean, with something like Boruto, it was just kind of like, I, anytime I watched it, I was just like, what is the point of this? Yeah, there's like, no struggle in the show. Because it, it's like, is this supposed to be like Naruto for a new generation where we're going to go through some of the same plot threads and like this is made for younger kids? Or is this supposed to be like a continuation for like Naruto fans? You know, it's kind of like, I feel like they just don't really know what they want to do with that show. And then like... It would, and then like they created an anime when they like barely had a manga, so the anime is just all filler for the most part. Oh yeah, because yeah. the manga is going, and I'm just like, they haven't even reached. I don't, I don't know, like chapter like twenty or thirty of the manga. And it was the manga's a monthly. Yeah. Which is what it's just hard to make a long running anime that's on all the time mm -hmm. based off of monthly, which is why like Attack on Titan was also a monthly. That's why the Attack on Titan anime had like a four year break. Right. Because they're just like we're just not going to play catch up with this. We're just going to wait and then you know. But that, that hurt them too. It did hurt them like too that. because when they came back the hype was gone. Mm -hmm. I, still, I mean the anime is still good but it's just that the whole like when Attack on Titan first came out I remember like the internet was crazy and I, and I remember seeing like the gifts of the Titans and stuff and I was like what is this show like what are these things you know yep the first season felt like when people watch Game of Thrones and you see like no one saved yeah the first yeah the first season was like that yeah Game of Thrones. and then you had to wait you know it's sort of like people waiting for the Game of Thrones books now it's like you, you lost me yeah. Yeah. Wait so long. Well, it, the payoff wasn't worth it, you know. Mhm. Mm All right, I think we're ready to wrap it wrap it up. Yes. Nothing else, you nope. guys. Yeah, I'm good. Well, um, thank you, Austin, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome back uh, anytime. You can argue about the next Marvel film to come out. <laughs> but that's not Black Widow doesn't come out till like May. Oh, I forgot that you know movie how crazy existed. That is, though, like after the way Endgame is, like I don't care. 
Yeah, especially especially when it takes place before Civil War. I'm like, why do I need to see a flashback of something that takes place like what years six, ago. seven years in that yeah, universe? Yeah, it just. I am excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's probably like my number one show, only because if it hopefully is like the Winter Soldier movie, you yeah. know, hopefully it's on that level and they have some good action scenes, you know. All right. Uh, also, I finally created a Twitter account for our podcast. It's um the account's name is Two Black Two Nerdy Pod, and it's at TBTN Pod. So um again, that is at TBTN Pod. That is the Twitter account for this podcast. Um, hopefully, we'll be using it more, you know, to kind of promote our stuff. You know, it might be kind of fun. So, give us a follow. Please give us a follow. But, okay, all right. We're, we, we've gone for long enough, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it off. All right, so this is Chris uh, signing off. This is Chris, and I am out of here. See you guys. All right. We'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening, as always.